CHP Radio on the Hackers Paradise Podcast Network, your number one source for all things golf. Subscribe on iTunes to never miss an episode. Welcome, everybody, to the Worst Golf Podcast. Everybody wants to be the best. I'm already knocking shit off the desk. Yeah, you are. Uh, we strive to be the worst. When a bad take is necessary, we'll be here to share it with you. I'm your host, JB. With me is Morgan. Hey, everybody. She's going to spend a lot of her time off camera. Not today, really. We got quite a few topics with you. Uh, but she's there to keep me in line with all the buttons. Uh, before we get started, I'm not going through this whole yeah. smash the like button, subscribe. Like people everybody. know, they know what to do. Yeah. Like the video, subscribe. Like leave it, comments, all that yeah, good stuff. Exactly. Um, interesting show to start with because, as we alluded to last week, we had family. Yes. Family. No, I married into that. It's family. Um, I guess you don't need the finger quotes. No, it's family. Uh, like that's for real. For the last week up until yesterday. Yes family's dirty no i mean the family's not dirty they're just kids they're kids yeah, yeah exactly you have a one-year-old who i mean what is she gonna do she doesn't well, know projectile vomit well a couple times yeah but yeah. that happens no but arrow he thought it was like the greatest thing ever he misses them i mean i miss them too but arrow yeah. misses them because he's like where's all the food on the floor He's looking for, he literally, his favorite thing to do is go for a walk. And we would tell him like, hey, well, not that he hears us that well, but like we try to get him excited to go for a walk. And he's like, I'm not leaving underneath the stool where this little girl keeps pushing stuff on the floor for me to eat because he got pieces of a lollipop. <laughs> he got apples. He got carrots. You can tell got, these children are well fed. He but... got Cheerios. Like he got all kinds of good stuff. He was like, this is the best. So while they were here. Yes. Because they're golfers. Mm-hmm. Um, our, My four-year-old nephew is obsessed with golf. Yeah, he goes to play in the simulator. He goes into the golf simulator. Uh, and plays golf. Uh, hits he balls. He brought his clubs with him. Yeah, he brought he... his clubs from San Diego with him. And then they took a trip to TPC Sawgrass. They did. And uh, he got us these, these little coasters for the podcast studio. They're really cool, too. They're Yours like three... is like shining all the I know, I'm trying to yell at you, dears. They're actually um, like 3D. Yeah, so those should be pretty good. And, you know, since I'm... Taking in some caffeine for this episode of Uptime. Uptime, which we call Updog, but that's... Yeah, neither yeah, here nor there. We're, we're yeah, idiots. What exactly. can we say? <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so family finally left yesterday. Mm-hmm. And as soon as they walk out, you're like, do you hear that? It was Nothing. Quiet. It was quiet. It was silence. But honestly, I missed them. And I FaceTimed them this morning to say good morning. Yes. And Arrow and our nephew are now best friends and starting... Logan was super afraid of Arrow, so. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, But that took us down to a bunch of different things over the last week. There was, uh, where we live is a golf cart community, which is ironic because there's no golf course. No. Um, But there was a parade in our neighborhood for Memorial Day. Yeah. And it was decorate your golf cart Mm -hmm. and go through this parade. It was led by a fire truck. Yeah. And, you know, for the kids, for the most part, where the kids can tour the fire truck and meet the firemen and And the the police officers were there. Yep, exactly. And and do all that stuff. And you kind of got into the spirit for our nephew. I did, yes. Well, it started off as for our nephew. (laughs) So I learned that they were going to have like a – there we go. (laughs) So, yes, I was told that like everybody does like a big deal and they all decorate their golf carts. And then they do like a, not like a trophy because you don't get trophies, but you do get like a certificate. Yeah. You get a certificate. Yeah, and it's like most patriotic golf cart, most patriotic family, most patriotic bicycle. Most, Cause every, you can do your bike. You can do like a little wagon. If you bring your kids, like however you want. So we went and bought decorations and then my nephew and I decorated our golf cart and 
we saw some of the competition and at first we were like, it's in the bag. Like we're going to win. Like we're confident we are going to win. And you were still saying this stuff at the time for our nephew. Well, yeah, exactly. And I was getting him all excited and he's like, our card's cooler than theirs. Our card's cooler than theirs. And he was right. It was. But then we started to get a little bit of competition. Yeah. As you pull up, we're like the fifth cart. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you're like, well, if there's only five or six carts, no big deal. Right. And then all of a sudden there were a hundred carts. Right. And then we started to have a little bit of competition. And I was like, but uh, what happened? We won. You oh, are- we won. We won most patriotic golf cart. And I was so excited. Yeah. <laughs> like she, crazy excited. She really got into it. Well, you got okay. your certificate. I'm not artistic. I'm not good at that stuff. I've never decorated a golf ride. I didn't know what I was doing, but we did it together and we won. So now you all are in the presence of a champion. I know. Back to back weeks. I have the ring, uh, the trophy yeah. over there. Yeah. We're winners. Um, this, this is a winner's table right here. Yeah. So the funniest part of this though, is you go and get your certificate. Uh-huh. And we're driving the golf cart back to the house. Uh-huh. And you lean over and you say, this is the first thing I've ever won in my life. Ever. I don't think I've ever won anything. Ever. <laughs> so, oh, no. I got a Publix gift card, too. Yeah, you did get a Publix gift card. I'm going to laminate that certificate. Probably. Oh, no. Not probably. It's happening. I have a laminate laminating machine, and I'm going to laminate it. Um, but that leads us to the golf cart life. Yeah. And we've talked about this before, about how... Guys, for some reason, are really into golf carts, and girls are usually like, "Yeah, great." I'm like whatever, it's my there. My hair's going to get messed up. Whatever. I have a lot of hats for that now. You're kind of flipping your your switch here. So prior to this weekend, I had only driven our golf cart one time. Yeah, I that's like, when I actually stopped, you got made out, me and do made it. you do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, and I was like, "Eh, whatever." Now I'm kind of obsessed with it. Yeah, you take it everywhere. I love it. Now I'm like, "Yeah, sure, let's just go take the golf cart. I'll take it. I'll drive. I'll go somewhere. I'll do it. Whatever." It's yeah. so. It's just. It's very relaxing. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Wind in your face. The weather's been beautiful yeah. here. Oh, wait. No, I did take it one other time with Arrow. Yeah. That's right. I forgot about that. Arrow does love the golf he cart He does life. love the golf cart. You open up the garage and now he just goes inside and jumps on it. And I'm like, I was just throwing trash away, bud. Yeah. So you're all the viewers, listeners, you are a champion. Yes. You have their certificate to prove it. I think you should get a parking space. I, I do. I but absolutely think I should get a We're going to have to talk space. to somebody about that. Maybe yeah. you can work that out. Yeah. Um, Maybe like my picture up at the pool or something. No, nobody wants that actually. No, no. They, I mean, they might. I might. Well, can we put Arrow's else? picture up at the sure. pool? That's what we should do. Um, we got a ton of THP questions this yes. week, and we're gonna kind of rifle through some of them, and we have a bunch of other stuff to talk about. But I'm gonna start with this one: the favorite course for a THP experience from logistics, course, lodging, etc. Like mm-hmm. all in, mm-hmm. and that was hard because I have some over history that have some sentimental value. But none like we're dealing with now. And I would say my favorite one right now, um, when you put everything together, is probably Arbor Links. Okay. Ballyhack is close because I'm close with the people there. They're all up there. But Arbor Links, when you put it all in, playability and everything else, I'd probably lean towards that. Um, Plus, they have the new 12-person lodging and things. So there's a lot of benefits to that that we don't get at other places. Um, when you do three events back to back to back, sort of, and then you get your dormy network bill, however, it is culture shock. I'm just going to say <laughs> that. It is a little shocking. And I say that with saying also, the THPers that have been going to these events, super respectful of just grabbing every drink or meal under the sun, knowing that we're paying for it. Mm-hmm. they've been very respectful of it. She's not listening to me at all. She's going through comments. I am sorry, um, <laughs> but 
they've been very respectful. So we thank you guys for that. You're not killing us in any way. I'm sure somebody will at some point and that's fine. But overall, mm-hmm. everybody's been really respectful of, hey, somebody's paying for this. It's not just all free. Yes. Um, Real quick, I'm going to interject. People yeah. are asking. Um, I'll post up some pictures of the winning golf cart. People are asking for pictures. Oh, yeah. I'll post up the pictures. You know, you did post pictures and then you removed them. I did because I needed you to do some editing on them. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'll take care of that. Okay. Um, while I'm answering the next question, can you go handle a reported post we just got on our forum? Yes, I can. <laughs> um, so the next question was actually an interesting one because Honma Golf has had a new line of clubs, the Beres NX, which kind of combines traditional Honma with the Beres line, which is their higher end line um, from a price, performance, and everything standpoint. And somebody asked, where would Honma's market share be if they went on an all-out marketing blitz a la PXG when they hit the market? And at first I was like, oh yeah, that's kind of funny. And then I started thinking about it. It's pretty fascinating. So a couple things to say about that. First, what PXG did when they first hit the marketplace in some ways was rather ingenious. Price it out of the realm for just about everybody. And then say, if you have to ask the price or debate it, it's not really for you. Sign a handful of journeyman tour players. And that validates it as more than just a jewelry, jewelry kind of, uh, golf equipment where it's just, Oh, it's all about the price. There's not no real substance there. And then of course that didn't really work. Uh, so they pulled out of retail stores. They created their own fitting studios and dropped the price by 70%, 80%. And now they're kind of coming back to that because those, that pricing model was unsustainable. Oh, for, yeah. Now I will say when it comes to PXG, it's going to be hard to tell the person a, that spent $5,000 on a set, that now their new set costs 1500 I don't even know Because how. while the saving of the money sounds like a great idea, a lot of it is, well, there's that status is gone. Yeah. But then the flip side of that is how do you tell the person that just spent $1,500 for a full set of clubs fit to them that their next line is going to be five grand, 3500 It's very like confusing. That. It's a very confusing model. But they have said we're not going to be doing the slashing of the prices anymore. We'll see how that plays out. Right. It'll be curious. But had Honma gone with that model, I think they would have seen this similar success because it works short term. Um, you won't see too many Japanese companies go with that kind of model, though. Uh, Bob Parsons is not exactly fit the mold, in my opinion, to what the Japanese model of marketing and advertising normally is. New. No. Um, they're going to be more subdued. They're going to talk about performance. They're going to talk about technology. They're going to talk about status in some ways. Uh, and, you know, you go with it from there. But I, I don't think you would ever see it. But my gut feeling says you would see the exact same results. Mm-hmm. And if somebody wonders, like, how that works, try them. That's all yeah. these companies are asking. Well, try it. Yeah. If it works for you, great. If it doesn't, no. But we'll see how that plays out long term. Um. We're going to jump into something that's off the topic, and then we're going to get back into more THP or questions because okay. it's fresh on our minds. <laughs> yeah, like very fresh. Yeah. So, like, I was almost late to get up here because I was busy downstairs <laughs> doing some <laughs> yeah, research. Yeah. So, have you ever added something to your home, whether it's a kitchen remodel? In this case, it's outdoor kitchen. Don't look at me. Look at I'm, them. I'm looking at you because you're across from me. <laughs> outdoor kitchen, that kind of thing. Right. And when you start looking at the appliances and you find things that, you had no idea existed. The rabbit hole. Yeah. All of a sudden you need it. Oh, yes. You know, a, a fondue fountain. Why wouldn't Why wouldn't I need that for all the entertainment? Everybody needs a fondue fountain because now we've learned that you can do fondue 
uh well i mean you always knew you could but you could do like the chocolate fondue, yep. fondue and then you could do like a queso yeah fondue fountain i always relate it back to when we were doing this in nashville and i found that device that was a steamer yes. and the nacho maker <laughs> and i was talking <laughs> to a forum member jdax <laughs> and he's like oh yeah it melts cheese it's a nacho maker yeah it's not designed for anything like that, no. but yeah, yeah, now I need it. Now it's a nacho maker. Um, and what's the other one? The beef, beef, the beef, right? The beefer, which will cook a perfect steak in yeah. sixty seconds because it gets to a thousand it, degrees. It's basically the consumer version of what they use at like the high end steak. Yeah, houses. it's a it's, salamander. It's a salamander yeah. with extreme high heat. Yeah. But I'm going through this rabbit hole, and now I need all of these. Mm -hmm. And if, if there's, it's not an infinite amount of space, you know. <laughs> Eventually, or you run out of funds. space for funds because <laughs> these things are not cheap. No, I see Dax in the comments saying nacho maker. Yes, yes, but I'm going through down that rabbit hole right now of pizza ovens. Yes, because you know, obviously, everybody needs a pizza, oven. right? But now you're like, but should the pizza oven serve multiple purposes? Yes. And should it also be kind of like a regular oven? Because you know, summer times in Florida are hot, so you could use it outside. I I, I, that's kind of my thing. Like I'm, I'm down this rabbit hole of no return. So I'm asking the people who are watching or listening, like what's your rabbit hole when it comes to outdoor kitchen stuff? We actually introduced our four-year-old nephew to YouTube for the first time for, pizza oven. for pizza oven. And now he thinks that YouTube is where you watch videos where people make pizza. Yeah. That's, that's what a, he thinks YouTube yes, is. Yes, exactly. Um, but yeah. So like if you've ever done the search for a grill, whether it's outdoor kitchen or just a grill yeah. or a griddle or, or whatever, any product. like what's your rabbit hole that you yeah. head down for this stuff? And do you literally sit there and watch people cook? Cause it's kind of both horrifying and awesome yeah and then like seriously, and then you seriously you look at their backyard and like you're filthy <laughs> right? so, or like clean the, your grill or like yeah just whatever like product they're using you're like have you ever cleaned that thing yeah ever i saw one yesterday and i told you i was like that grill is effing disgusting yeah it's super, see that I yeah i'm proud of you effing disgusting clean your grill yeah like, it's not hard how many hours of your life have you lost doing that I can't, I, I can't Probably imagine a lot. a lot. I guarantee you've lost a lot. Um, and I saw somebody in the comments talk about, you know, pizza oven, just get the attachment for the grill or that's what that, that's not what I'm looking for here. Yeah. I am going full bore. Um, yeah. You know, you're in it to win thousand it. degrees, but I need it also to be able to go down to 450 degrees for my delicate palate. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, for all those breads you want to bake. Yeah. So speaking <laughs> of food yes, and you know, a fun little segue here. Okay. Commercial jingles. You got a big old, big old bowl for five bucks. <laughs> that one is constant. If you watch the NFL Network, you are going to see that KFC commercial oh, over and over and over so again. So many times. Um, mine is the Whopper, 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 yeah, Whopper. It All it, does, it makes me want Burger King, which oh, is kind of funny. So um, if Hibbs is in the chat, he, he knows. He, he knows. He wants one. Uh, and now the new one that I get all over the internet is the Enchirito thing for Taco Bell. What is that? Uh, it's amazing. Okay. It, it's basically what dreams are made of. Is it an enchilada and a burrito? Basically. And burrito? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it's awesome. But isn't a burrito just a bigger enchilada? No, anyway? you're embarrassing yourself at okay. this point. So, no. Sorry. Get sorry. your Taco Bell lingo down. Just give me the queso and I'm good. Like, I don't really Taco need Taco Bell queso. No, actually. not Taco Bell queso. I'm just Taco talking... Bell queso. I mean, it's better queso? than they make the cheese sauce, and that's better than Chipotle's queso. But isn't cheese sauce queso? You're going to get murdered for saying that. Isn't cheese sauce queso? I mean, yes, but th th that's like the Are nacho cheese. Are we here? Like, what's happening? If you go to a baseball game and you get nacho, it's the chips and the cheese. Right. That's, that's a... what you get at Taco Bell. Oh, okay. I mean, it's not bad, but it's not. It's not. It's, it's still better it's than Chipotle's queso. It's not the white cheese queso, though. No. That's the good stuff. That is the good stuff. Yeah. Um. But commercial jingles, you can pretty much oh sing God. off it's every. so bad. 
commercial jingle, it's, whether it's the drug companies. Oh, the drug companies are so bad. Because if you watch and sports, yes. NFL and golf and things like that, like we do, yes. that's what's on. Well, yeah. And you don't even realize it because you start doing other stuff, but it's just like it gets into your head. Yeah. And then you're yeah. just like, I don't have diabetes, no. but I kind of want this. Yeah. Yeah. They, it works. No, not diabetes. But no. <laughs> the drugs. <laughs> obviously, I don't think yeah. anybody wants diabetes. Yeah. And if you have it, there's a lot of drugs for it. I've there seen. is. Yeah. Um, get your A1C down. Yeah, get your A1C <laughs> down with Rebelsis, right? Yes, with Rebelsis. Sponsored by not at all. No. Um, and won't be. Um, right now on the THP forum, mm-hmm. and for anybody who's listening to it this week, we have signups for the Victory Cup. Yes. That is an event with Mizuno, mm-hmm. and it's going to be played this year at Victoria National, which I'm not a course rating guy. I think all the course ratings are effing bullshit. Mm-hmm. I think they're nonsense. I don't like them. I think it's group think shared repeatedly by people who are entitled. Again, not specifically an individual rater I'm speaking to, just in general. It's not my thing. Some people like them, so we tell them it's a top 50 course. Sure. It's not mine. Um, you're going to get to play with Chris Fashal and Walker Slayton. So Chris Fashal and Walker are, I'll call them, opposites but that's not really the way it is like one's ball soft goods one's hard goods Uh on the product side and they're both coming to the event just like last year and you're going to be on either team vosh or team walker not texas ranger although that is his forum username Uh um and you're going to play victoria national and you're going to get new mizuno equipment which i was hopeful we could discuss on sign up day but we can't that's a no uh it's going to be amazing though it's going to be really good. They're, the winning team's also going to get a little bump and bonus. Um, and I see Roe in the comments say, great dudes. Yeah, they are. They're really good guys because they. we talked about this in the past when it comes to our events, having people that get it. Yeah. They are open books. They will answer anything Super you throw at them. It's just it's an amazing kind of thing to watch those two speak to the group and just no holds barred, anything goes. And they'll be up front like, hey, don't post this stuff, but, or feel free to post anything. Um, but I wanted to mention the course because it is, shall we say, hard. Yes, it's a tad difficult. So I pulled up my card from when I played there with Danny. For some reason, it was in my golf bag. Can't even begin to tell you why. And we played the first round there from 6,400 yards, which is not very long. No. And the slope rating is 145. Okay. That's high. Yes. But specifically the last four holes at this golf course, which I had to do the math in my head. I was like, oh, what are those? Oh, yeah, 15, 16, 17, 18. (laughs) Um, It starts with a par five, and then you have a three, and then two fours. There's water everywhere. But the water, I don't know if it's because we I grew up playing golf in Florida mm-hmm. where water's on every course. Yeah, so you don't really think Or about it. if it's, I mean, don't get me wrong. It's in play and it's everywhere. But the water is not the challenging thing. The challenging thing is the contours of the course and how if you miss the fairway, the rough was just, you had oh. to step on your ball to find it. Yeah. <laughs> or when you did find it, if it was sitting there, when you go to swing through, you hit that grass, the club just completely turned. So it was coming out like 50 yards instead of, you know, 180 because I don't hit it very far off the tee. Um, more on that coming soon. <laughs> uh, but the course is really challenging, but it's going to be a blast because yeah. it's a challenge for everybody. And no, nobody's going to go out there and shoot 150 or anything mm-hmm. like that. It's not like that. And our formats will dictate that and how it, you know, it play for everybody. And we'll do a shamble so two people can get off and things like that. But that came out wrong. 
two people can get off the tea. Let's finish. <laughs> let's finish the sentence. I, what you yeah. do in your own cottage is on your own time. There's no shaming here. Maybe there is. I, I probably will shame you if that were to happen. Um, going back to the Victory Cup and Mizuno, um, before the event, we will have info on the equipment, though. And you'll know going in what to expect, at least for most of it, at dinner that night. Yeah. I know everybody immediately, oh, Mizuno, it's got to be that time of year for New Irons. I'm not giving away anything. I'm not saying anything about what is coming nope. or what is not coming. Nope. So um, just know that the signups are right now. And they're going to run for the next probably two or three days. And then we're going to close them on Monday. We'll announce participants either next worst golf podcast later in the week. Two people have already been auto bid into this. So congrats to that post and J Lou. I don't know if they're listening or will be listening. If they are, you guys are in for a hell of a ride. If you're not, well, maybe you'll find out. You're stuff still, you're still in for a hell of a ride. You are still in for a hell of a you ride. You just don't know it yet. Um, going back to some THP or questions. Yes. That was hard for me to say. THP or questions. Question. Yeah. Yes. Um, what one thing could all companies do better? Oof. And I that's feel like that's pretty question. much a better question for them than me. But I had some ideas because I'm not going to go the R&D route because I think everybody could do better at R&D, right? I yeah, mean, as that, things move forward. That, that feels like one of those loaded job interview questions. Yeah, like what know? could you, where do you plan on being in five years? Well, not effing working here. Or no, but it was I like. Mean, I would be. But, yeah, but like, you know, like, tell us your weaknesses. Yeah, my weaknesses are interviewing. <laughs> um, yeah. But what could one, what is one thing that companies could do better at? And I actually put some thought into this and I reached out to a couple of people like, where do you think of this goes? And I came up with one that I think is really could be beneficial and that is a messaging and marketing targeted to an older clientele. I feel like as we've moved towards the social media movement and again we we work in this movement, you know, we work in website and things like that although our audience does skew slightly older than a lot of online. Um a lot of that gets lost in the shuffle and you are getting things out in 10 to 15 seconds on TikTok or Instagram or Twitter or whatever it is, instead of the traditional side of it, whether that's commercials or whether that's long form articles right. and things like that. And sometimes tech goes over their head, as you've explained in recent weeks, talking to my parents about how to use a car. Oh, um, yes. It's a so challenge. I think messaging for the older golfer, the one who's not 1000% tech forward, but is also not trying to get all their information in 30 seconds would be the area I would focus on. And I actually can say, I think it's one of the sole reasons one of the larger companies is still relevant. Um, and it rhymes with ping because they do mess message that way. Um, because, you know, from a lot of the other side of things, the technology and stuff, they're a little behind, but they are they message to that older golfer. And I think that that's the most important thing that is being lost. Now that's just my opinion. Sure. I, there's, I, I would argue the Titleist Taylor made Callaway are doing just fine with their messaging, especially in some segments. Mm -hmm. um, but you know, when you, I think a lot of golfers and we've, we've spoken about this before they think of, Oh, well there's Callaway golf or Taylor made golf. They must have 300 marketing people working no. in that building. And then you get there and no. there's five. Yeah. It's so you're, small. You're Things get lost in the cracks. And I, I was honest with um, a friend of mine at Callaway when I said, I thought they dropped the ball on one of their products this year. Not because the product is not amazing because it's really good. Right. But um, I was speaking of Jaws Raw Wedges. And they had previously come out with Callaway Jaws Wedges and phenomenal product. 
Um, and then they came out with Jaws Raw, and it sounded from just on the surface that it was just a line extension. Like, oh, these are the Jaws wedges with raw right. faces. It's not. It's a brand new product, and it's an amazing product. And the reviews on THP are unbelievable. But I think that goes back. Like, there's only so much time, mm -hmm. so much advertising dollars you can put out to have commercials on each of those things. And by commercials, I mean social yeah. posts and manpower. everything else. Manpower. Straight manpower. Yeah. If you have so many people working on another product because that's like a huge product line or product launch or whatever. Some things, unfortunately, yeah. they get and, and you know what? Strictly, again, my opinion right, on right, the naming right, convention, they might think it's perfect. Yeah. And it, the wedges have sold like crazy. Yeah. So clearly they know more than exactly, me. But right. that that was my, my kind of take on it. And I think that every company could use more manpower, Definitely. infinite funds, and really put some things out there. Arrow snoring next so door. So loud. Um, but I, I think that that's just one example. But I do think that the messaging to the older clientele is sometimes lost a little bit. I would agree with you. Um, so I'm going to keep going through some of these questions. Sure. Because there's there's a couple of ones that, again, are kind of geared not towards me, but I'll give you my slant on it. Like how much does a major win do for companies? Uh, a lot. Yeah, a lot. But I don't think it's exactly what it used to be. You know, the old adage, Michael Verska's in the chat. He can probably answer this way better than I can. <laughs> Um, not to put them on the spot, but I think in the old days of win on Sunday, register on Monday kind of thing is not really the same. It, there's a there's a different avenue of validation of we have the best products on the market. And I, I think Callaway's seeing that right now at Paradigm. I mean, it wins freaking every week. Yeah. Um, and forget the wins. From day one. Yeah. And it's not just uh, staff tour play staff players that are paid it's just winning um but i'll also say that when you have a product the validation of yes you're going to see the staff bag and the hat and all that stuff on monday unless they're a nike player in which case you won't see any of that but you'll see a a validation that can be used in messaging post that you know master's winner john rom i'm throwing out names yeah. making things up but major winner john rom things like that that holds weight and even if it's subconsciously, I think it does matter. Mm -hmm. uh, I The idea that tour players don't influence sales that we hear over and over again is complete nonsense. Agreed. It absolutely does. It, everything influences sales, and that's just one tool. Yeah. I mean, from my opinion, it makes no sense because we're never going to be as good as them, but I understand why people would purchase But I'm going to relate it back to something we talked about earlier. If we're looking up products, let's say, in, you know, grills or uh -huh. frying pans and we watch somebody on the food network that we may like That's and they're true. using it and they're saying like, this is yeah. pretty good. I'm no chef. Like yeah. who am I to think that I'm going to listen? Well I got, we do. got a new pantry down there filled new with products, filled nutrition products that you like when you, you heard about them somewhere. I did, you know? Yeah. So you're right. You're I, we're all, we're all guilty of yeah. it. Yeah. In our and, own and way. I don't, I'm not anti-marketing because I love oh, marketing in a lot of ways not. You know, other than big condiment. Oh, they're on my God. shit list. You went on a rant about that this weekend. It's because it's cats up enough with this nonsense people need to come around on that um i'm gonna have to do one of those like, beep, <laughs> and like just cut us off i had a segment on sim golf but i'm actually going to save that for our next show because okay. i'm going to do a pretty deep dive on the things that i think are really missed in in indoor golf uh even on the system we use and things that i think other companies hopefully can get right um so i'm going to save that one but i'm going to jump right back into thp or questions Again, a question for Michael Verska. Uh, what design aspect provides the most forgiveness? In my experience, weight placement. Mm. 
It's it's as simple as that. If you put weight in a different area, it's going to influence the club massively. And the best part of this is people always say, oh, loft is the only thing that matters, blah, blah, blah. This is so easy for any golfer to go test. Grab a bunch of weight, lead tape, tungsten, whatever it is, slap it in different areas of the face or the sole of the club and see what happens when you hit it. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it's an iron, a wedge, a driver, whatever it is, it's massively changing. And that's just on the sole. Now go into the inside of a golf club and see what you would do by even moving the center of gravity millimeters. I know the graphics a lot of times show it being moved inches. That's not really the case. As uh, some people we've spoken to, like Mike Yagley talks about, it's, it's a much more subtle movement, but it does change things massively. Briscoe agrees. Oh, look at that. Well, I did learn from people like him, <laughs> so and he's a whole lot smarter than I am. So that's, that's my thought process on it. I know that there's catchwords now like MOI, and those things are all really important. But I, I think that most importantly, find something you like, find something that works, and figure out that through fitting where the weight you know can help you. Mm-hmm. Um, continuing with more questions, do you receive a lot of inquiries from soft goods and apparel companies? Yes. Yes. Simple and answer, there's, yes. There's reviews on them every week almost. Yeah, and in the digital in magazine. Digital magazine yeah. email blast we send out. There's usually at least one, usually two to three on different companies, some that people have never heard of. Yeah. Uh, we had one that just went out recently. We've got one that's going to be going Shout out, out to week. James, staff yeah. writer, who just did one on Golfish. I, okay. Yeah, golf ish. Yeah, yeah, I I've been um, mispronouncing this the entire time. They make the softest T-shirts I've ever felt in my entire life. Yeah, and they sent a ton of golf or uh, belts for him to. Yeah, different, so, all different kinds of belts. There's stuff cool out concept. there. Such a cool concept. Yeah, very cool concept. I just their T-shirt was pretty freaking amazing. Yeah, I haven't spoken to them since that stuff. Right. I, I hopefully things are going well for them. But the T-shirt was awesome, mm-hmm. and I kind of like the name Golfish. Golfish. So yes, to answer the question. Can a company be too bold with marketing? That's one. That one's for you. The answer is yes. Maybe. Maybe. So you don't think I yes? love bold. I loved seventeen for yards. Seven. You know, I I love that shit. Even though that killed golfers for way too long because of low spin. But I love bold marketing. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to give an example of where it went too far, and that is. Effin, uh, uh, the effing puppets. I'm so proud of you. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a changed man. You are a changed man. The stupid goddamn... Ooh, that one might Yeah, that was far. probably good. No, Tailor-made good. puppets yeah. um, were horrifying. Yeah, they're terrible. Uh, it did nothing. And it, it killed a product that was actually pretty darn good. Yeah. Uh, it was absolutely terrible in every way. And <sighs> so... They might as well have made them clowns. I, I've always said this too. Nobody like, likes there's, there's a... <laughs> there's a... Fine line between being fun and funny and just shitty advertising. Yeah. And that was just shitty advertising. Yeah. Um, like I if I were ping golf, I would have come out when they came out with the G430. And my first commercial would be Tony Finau hitting it, say new and improved G430 doesn't sound like shit like last model. Oh, like just yeah, yeah. like put it out there because everybody knows the driver sounded like shit. Right. So make it fun. I appreciate that. Yeah. You, yeah. I so, agree with you. Um, can it be too bold? I, I don't 
think so necessarily with a caveat of when you're tr- when it just comes off as trying too hard. It would have been better if they were hitting the puppets, like knocking them yes. down. Yes. Showing that they could hit a puppet the, like the idea of seeing Sergio yards. Garcia in claymation puppetry thing is gonna haunt me no, forever. They should have like hit a puppet three hundred and something yards. Because we talked behind the scenes, I'm gonna tell a funny story about those puppets after they came out. Uh, I had a friend who worked at TaylorMade and said, you know, do you want to do a giveaway where I we have the puppets in the media closet? We could send you a puppet. And I said, absolutely not. No. I don't want that thing even arriving at my house. I want no. it nowhere near me. I saw Chucky. I'm yeah. good. No, no, no puppets. No, that was hor- horrible in every way. Um, continuing on most anticipated equipment release. That was a disappointment. Ooh. That's a tough one for me. Um, I- I'm picking on TaylorMade. I don't mean to. Mm-hmm. Uh because this one was arguably a commercial success, but the R1 driver was absolute shit for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, it had that sundial thing on the bottom, you know, you end up being independent. Um, I hated that driver, and I thought I was going to love it. Yeah. So that would that one might be there. Um, when Titleist first made the switch, right before Titleist, Titleist Speed, you know, yeah. Titleist TS. Yeah. Uh, uh, they had that 917 line out. I was really looking forward to that. I knew some people who had gone to work there and I knew the design, you know, side of it. That was an awful product. Yeah. I mean, no, but it made Titleist TS when it came out so much better mm-hmm. because if you played Titleist 917 and you went to TS, you're like, wow, this has got to be the longest driver ever. I'm gaining 15 yards. No, it was your last product sucked. You ever wonder if that's like a ploy? <laughs> no, no, not in this case because, you, you know, know for, like the conspiracy yeah. theory of in my, like, oh, yeah, yeah, conspiracy I mean, theorist. Theorist? Sure. Yeah, sure. And me. Always things like that. Um, right now on the forum, we are also doing forum testing. Yes. Where you can try out a KBS putter shaft in basically whatever color you want. Mm-hmm. Like, it's kind of cool. That is really cool. Uh, sign up for that. Review it on the forum. Yours to keep afterward. Uh, I know that's a popular thing that happens on the internet, but I want to say for the record that we created that idea mm-hmm. 15 years ago, and now it's everywhere. So, fuck those people. <laughs> uh I was doing so well. So you made it through the whole yeah. show last After week. Yeah, those without. people who stole our idea, but you know, it's used to it. They do all of them. Um, we have the U.S. Open right around the corner. You sure do. And I always try to do fun contests for the majors. Like we did the Callaway bag for the Masters that you couldn't buy. Like no. you could not buy that thing. No. It was a limited edition. Mm-hmm. There weren't a lot made. Um, used by the tour players in the par three contest. Uh-huh. You know, so we did that one. We have a Strix on one coming up for the U.S. Open. That's awesome. Everybody's so excited that you dropped an F-bomb. Oh, sorry. Yeah. See what you've done to me. Shame on them. <laughs> um, but we have a Strix on <laughs> one. I can't give away what the prize is nope. for the looks. Nope. But I can say it's a limited edition staff right. bag. But that's not all. There's more coming with oh, it, wait. including There's equipment. More. So it's an unbelievable prize. Yes. Um, that reminds me of going back to the thing about can you be too bold? I thought Srixon's bold claim of where the longest blah, 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 independent testing was brilliant. Right. People weren't talking about that driver as much as they should be. It was a good mm-hmm. product, is a good product. This yeah, is that's not too bold. No, I thought it was great. Um, I don't know if it gets people to go try it, but I, to me, if I read that like on a place like THP and then I go to a store and I yeah. see it, I'm, ah, curiosity. It said it was the longest. I'm going to give it a try. Yeah, why not? Um. I mentioned Arbor Links earlier in the show. I am headed to Shaft Up next week. Mm-hmm. And there'll be a contest that'll kick off on that, I believe, on Saturday. It might be Sunday, but I believe on Saturday. Could even drop it on Friday. Never Maybe. know. We'll see. Got to pay attention um, to the forum. Where if you're going to, if our lucky participants are going to beat Danny and I, we've been on a little bit of a run. 
which is rare because we lost a lot over the years, <laughs> majority of them. But we've been on a little bit of a run. I'm not feeling it this time, though. And Danny, oh, geez, everyone's no, like, here we go. Danny actually texts me. He's having some issues as well. <laughs> uh, so just follow that. But we're going to be at uh, Arbor Links, which if you have not followed a live thread from Arbor Links, this place is unreal. And we are going to have a contest where you can pick the winner. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to tell people to follow along because there's going to be some pretty cool stuff at Arbor Links next year as well. Okay. Just throwing That's that it. out there to people. Um, no show next week no, because of my travel. Yeah, exactly. And uh, let's be honest. I'm probably going to be going down an outdoor kitchen rabbit hole. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. He's going to, we so, already started. Yeah. We, we started. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he already sucked me into it too. And I was like, this is all. You were all in from the no, beginning. No, I said, this is yeah. your domain. The next thing I know, I'm sitting here doing research too. So no show no- next week, nope. but uh, two things coming up first uh, off course tomorrow. If you like hardcore equipment talk, you want to listen to this show. Yeah. Dan has Terry uh, Kaler from mm-hmm. Edison on. It's not, it's about Edison, but it's not really about Edison. They dive in really hard mm-hmm. on tech talk. And if you're a hardcore nerd, like I am, thank you. Tune in. Uh, you want to tune in. So for myself and Morgan, thanks for tuning in this week. Again, big week next week with contests and everything. Yep. See y'all in two weeks. We two will weeks. be back. Bye everybody. Bye, everybody. THP Radio on the Hackers Paradise Podcast Network, your number one source for all things golf. Subscribe on iTunes to never miss an episode.